0: so hi everyone happy new year even though it's like the 23rd of January but I am so excited because we have wow we have a very special guest someone so dear to me please welcome Santo Jacobson just imagine people are like, clapping <laughs> imagine thank honor. you
1: hello everybody <laughs> welcome to anno's conversation show <laughs> the You're, whole podcast yes,
0: yes. it's actually cuento with ano
1: cuento yeah of course story time <laughs> and ano has a lot of stories so
0: <laughs> we, we're gonna trim down the other stories that we're gonna be talking about today but just a little background santo and i were doormates we weren't well we weren't dormants but we yeah were- we were
1: dorm mates. Yeah. Cause like we weren't roommates per se, but we definitely saw each other at more than I saw my roommate, so that's fine.
0: Oh, I do remember that drama. From... <laughs> you did oh my God. live like on the same floor, and then you transferred to another floor,
1: right? Yeah, but I stayed in the same dorm, thankfully, so I didn't have to miss too much of all your stories. <laughs> <laughs> and then when you moved to Carrie with a couple, like a bunch of people.
0: Oh, i, I would come genius. visit you. oh no you
1: went to the other 20th street
0: i was in chelsea yeah but
1: i just remember you hanging out at mimi's place all the time so
0: <laughs> yeah we're like, hello it's the og place it's like the center yeah. of friendship group but also um yeah no santo and i were we were basically the same batch uh we graduated no we were incoming freshman year 2017 so we also graduated the same year 2021 and yeah, we were mates <laughs> in that very cute dorm on the, in the West Village on 13th Street, which was low-key a very, very nice place. But actually, do you want to share to them how we got close, how we started as friends?
1: <laughs> so I think, I don't remember the first time I saw Anno. She was probably wearing like white not silky pants but like flowy pants like you would always wear white pants in freshman year
0: actually you know what i saw you first first time i actually saw you was in in the elevator like you were both waiting for the elevators you were with your parents it was on it was during moving in day
1: oh my god it's so true because i came like oh yeah i used to have like hair out past my shoulders and it was like huge i didn't know how to take care of it either so it looked like total shit (laughs) <laughs> but, <laughs> I remember being like, I was like, Anno, oh, like, I was like, who are you? <laughs> who is this, like, soccer mom vibes that is like, why do I, like, want to be her friend and, like, have a mild crush on her for, like, a minute? I was like, this girl, I need to know her, <laughs> so.
0: <laughs> no, and then we started getting close in that, um, that basement where we all hang out, where we all hang out. Yeah all the I, table tennis and that's where it started do you mind sharing to them how you you had a mild cr- quote and unquote my mild crush on me and you you had to do some bad. research <laughs> regarding oh,
1: <yeah>. <laughs> i was literally like i was like i have a phone and i know a girl who I don't know anything about her country <laughs> or anything. Like the Philippines, I've never been there. I don't know anyone from there. And so I was like, literally trying to research like what even to like, what called, what do you call the languages? Like, how do you say like mild phrases? Like, where is it located? I mean, I know it's in, like general location but I need to know the specifics and like what it's around. So I like literally did like mild research into the Philippines so that I could talk to Ano about the Philippines (laughs) when when I invited her to eat Chipotle with me and the whole time she was (laughs) like
0: well first of all you were the OG simp second when you asked me out to have Chipotle I thought it was like a friendly like oh let's go have um like let's get let's get Chipotle I didn't fucking know that you thought, like, you, I didn't know it was a date until you said it was a date. And I was like, uh, "No." I'm like, I was like, at that time,
1: I was fucking straight. But you, 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 you. I was, I never would, like, take people out on dates. I would just be like, let's go get something to eat and then we'll, like, figure out what your deal is. You know what I mean? <laughs> and the whole time, I, like, me and Anna were just, like, sitting in front of each other, eating Chipotle. Like, it's literally across the street, basically, from our dorm. Yeah. And I was like you are so queer but you are so trying to be straight and I am just trying to like figure you out.
0: <laughs> I didn't oh. even know I was gay. I was you you you, you, know,
1: oh my God. you know. Oh, I I literally think I from the first moment I saw you I was like you are like a closeted soccer mom. <laughs> like that's like the, the preppy school vibes that you were giving off. And I like would always see you in that light. I couldn't take it away from myself. You know? <laughs>
0: to be fair, it was freshman year. It was my first time in New York. I was trying to figure myself out. And I, yeah. I had a whole like um quote unquote glow up to some sort. <laughs> <laughs>
1: you should you definitely did. You glue up. I think if baby you like like freshman year would meet you now, you'd be like, you're such like a badass and like so cool now. Do you know everyone, what I mean?
0: Yeah, but I feel like everyone was like trying to, you know, figure themselves out, like trying oh, to be yeah. And like honestly, I feel like, you know, freshman year, I feel like I needed that heartbreak for some like this is gonna sound so stupid, but I feel like for me to be hotter someone's gotta fucking break my heart (laughs) (laughs) get hotter every time someone fucking breaks my
1: heart you know that's very true honestly if you really want to like look good this year and like like elevate yourself you just got to get your heart broken like within the month of january so that you can get the rest of the year started right
0: (laughs) yes but like you know also 2022 is a year for that bad bitch energy like we don't need that like We're still out here getting cuter, but we don't need to be heartbroken,
1: you know? That would be, it would be ideal to not have to be heartbroken to get hot. But 2022 is gonna be fire. Like, I'm so excited.
0: Bad. Same. I'm gonna be, I'm like
1: so excited to be just hot in 2022. That's the vibe.
0: (laughs) (laughs) There's gay people are hot. I feel like, I feel like me, I feel like I got hotter because I got gay. I, I, I realized I was gay.
1: It's because like any baby gays or like anyone who doesn't know they're gay and then is gay later, like you're fucking ugly. <laughs> like, <as a> kid. <laughs> when you're younger, like I was, I was so ugly as a kid. So I was like, I was going to glow up I'll, if I did anything to fix myself. Like I would wear plaid shorts. I would wear the same like hoodie every single day for a year, like monochromatic outfits. It's just
0: You weren't the artist if people.
1: you're ex- I'm not even. I was not that good at art when I was younger. So I was just like the sporty kid who did not fit in with the sport kids. So <laughs>
0: yeah. do you mind sharing the listeners how you came out? How did you Yeah.
1: Start? Oh, definitely. It's like a, a bunch of coming outs. So I'm a trans guy. So that's like a whole other coming out. And then before I knew I was trans, I was like queer too. Like I didn't I didn't like being called a lesbian. So <laughs> yeah, I was, I was gonna say
0: like, <laughs> the word lesbian gives me the fucking ick. Like I have I no towards people who identify as that, obviously. It's just the word yeah. itself. It it gives me it
1: cringes me. I know, it's just like when you're I think it's just like being a lesbian is such a deeply specific way of being also and yeah you don't have any like like room to move around it's like such a tight box but, oh, yeah you know so it's just like you just want some more diversity in what that term should be so that's why I like queer is more comfortable or like gay because like People are called gay, not just gay men on men. It's like gay anybody exactly. nowadays. Yeah, you know.
0: And like, I mean, I identify as bisexual, but I say a lot. Oh, I often say, I'm like, yeah, I'm gay or I'm queer. It's just the word lesbian. And I saw earlier on TikTok that the reason why a lot of people find the word lesbian ick, like they find it an ick, is just because like mm. straight men sexualize it. They sensationalize it. Like you know that song of Drake, like um.
1: I heard you're integrated.
0: So, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. When when guys are like, oh I'm a lesbian too. I'm like,
0: Yeah, like Okay. No. <laughs> like, no, don't.
1: I know. I'm like, you are clearly not. <laughs> like of all the things you are, you are not that.
0: <laughs> Honestly. Um, like you know. can't say that. I mean, you it's we'd rather not you say that for coming from a straight male. Like, no.
1: Yeah. Oh you my god. No. A
0: lot of people.
1: You no. can just be like, I wanna have sex with women. Like that's fine. <laughs> but don't call yourself a lesbian. <laughs> like, what, we know you're
0: a. You, we know you're a singer. You're basically a poetic person. But that's just down bad poetry. You know
1: yeah. Uh huh. But anyway. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um,
0: but, um. Where were you? Like, yeah.
1: So I was you
0: first came out as a. Well, uh,
1: you like just know. a queer person. I never really came out as like a queer person. When I was in sixth grade there was a girl, um, no, it was in, in ninth grade. And she was like, you're queer and you're gonna date me. And I was like, okay. <laughs> like, it was just like a girl on girl relationship because I was just like, I fell into it, I think. But everyone like knew I was queer. Like, I never had to explain myself. No one was like, oh wow, so shocking. So that was just me for like all of high school. I never, no guy ever looked at me and I was like, good, I don't want to see you either. (laughs) Like, like, I would feel bad about it sometimes. Like I would feel like, am I not desirable? But then if a guy even like had an inkling, I'd be like, fuck no. (laughs) And the only like kind of like somewhat sexual encounters or even like mild crushes for guys, they were always gay. And they would like, sometimes like me, in like a weird way so it was just like either try to to be your beard (laughs) (laughs) no not even because they were like clearly you're not just a girly girl and i like you for that you know what i mean
0: yeah so they could
1: tell like my trans side i think before i could and then (laughs) when i went to you
0: you you could tell my queer side before i could even (laughs)
1: Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> Everyone else is just helping you get to the place that you need to be. So that's like that's it. And um when I was a freshman in college, I was like dating other girls and stuff. But I realized I was trans. Like literally sitting in our dorm room, I mean in our um like dorm in the office. I like found a picture of another trans guy and it was like the first time I've ever seen somebody like that. And I was is like,
0: it, um, oh, my God. Is this a kid who goes to Yeah,
1: it was Chela.
0: Yeah, Chela Man.
1: Yeah. So I saw a picture of him because he was, like, friends with one of our RAs. And I was like, oh, my God, this is so cool. <laughs> and, like, I was like, I wish I could do that. And then I did that.
0: <laughs> That's sweet. That's nice. Yeah. I like, figured out that you wanted to be more by just seeing a picture mm-hmm. of Chelaman. Man. Yeah, like,
1: literally, it's crazy, and I remember just, like, drawing one day, like, top surgery without me, like, thinking about it, and I was, like, that was the moment I realized, like, I wanted top surgery, and that was, like, freshman year, so it took me a long time to get it, but, um, like, all that realization was just because of exposure, and that's why I think it's, like, really important to talk about different identities, because, like, I've been talking about that shit on my Instagram and like mm-hmm. anybody who knows me, like knows I'm trans like very openly because like, if it wasn't for other people being open, I would not know who I was, you know?
0: It's interesting because you know, like college really changes a lot of people. College makes you realize things that you don't even know about yourself. But I wanna ask though, cause you mentioned earlier that, you know, back in your back in grade school or something or was it high school where you mentioned like guys who like or people at your school would know like oh yeah you're definitely not straight did you like it like how do you feel when people assume your sexuality
1: yeah I mean it was like always a not talked about issue Mm -hmm. I think like I feel like no one ever talked about me (laughs) so I was like just chilling And everyone was like, okay, like, SJ is here. Because even, like, I would, my nickname was SJ because of my initials. Mm -hmm. And so no one ever really called me, like, my, like, previous name. And I never felt bad that, like, someone would put me in, like, a queer category. No No one would ever come up to me and be like, oh, you're a lesbian. I'd be like, no. They just, like, wouldn't talk to me about stuff. Okay. But... When I had to come out, um, I I used to, like, go to this church that was, like, a Unitarian Universalist church, and so we believe in just, like, community and not necessarily a certain religion, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and for every junior year, you have to, um, like, tell the church what you believe in, so you had to, like, have a mentor, and you'd work a whole year towards, like, a speech and, like, your, your concept of what your beliefs are. And I had a mentor who was like a lesbian who like didn't who like came out as a lesbian like after she married a guy and like had kids and everything so like she had this whole previous life and then was like queer when she was, was older.
0: Popped, um like so like did they divorce or was like is she dating Yeah, oh yeah. They then? had to
1: divorce cuz she was like I'm gay. <laughs> and so it was like really complicated like messy for her life I think. But she, um, I don't, the church probably was like, you look queer, like you need to be paired with someone that's queer. And I sat down with her to have lunch and I tried telling her about like a crush I had in school. And I kept like trying to be like, oh, he's like really sweet, he's really sweet. And then I was like, I can't lie to you anymore, it's a girl. And I was like crying. Like I felt like was the first person I came out to, even though like I've been doing that shit forever. And um, she was like, oh, it's okay, like, don't worry. Like, she was really accepting, because obviously. (laughs) And uh, I remember the first time I told my mom, not necessarily I was, like, queer, but I had a crush on a girl. So when I was in eighth grade, I was driving home with my mom. And I was kind of like, we were coming home from this, like, girl's house. She was, like, my best friend at the time. and. I was just like talking about her and being like wow like she's amazing and her energy's great. <laughs> and I was just like super in love with her and like super heartbroken cuz like we couldn't really be together. Like she was straight or whatever, I don't know. And I was just like kind of crying in the car and my mom was like, "Okay." <laughs> she was just like, "You need to figure that out." <laughs> but she was like always accepting of it.
0: Yeah. You know what I, I always tell
1: Oh wait sorry. What? Sorry. Oh no, I was just gonna say like my mom, I always tell everyone that like my mom was more accepting of me being queer than of my brother becoming a vegetarian. <laughs> like that was the harder thing.
0: <laughs> what? Why? Well your mom is the one who's from um Ecuador. Ecuador. I keep why is it mm-hmm. I keep, why do you keep thinking Colombia?
1: You think Guatemala
0: <laughs> any, any country that had the yellow has a yellow flag. I yeah. don't know why? But you're American, and you're Swedish, right? Not Swiss. Yes. Okay.
1: Yes. Swedish. Good job. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I got that right. Also, I always remember that because, like, you were so uh-huh. proud of that Kanken bag. Oh my god! <laughs> like, you were flexing that. I was like, oh, I didn't even know that was Swedish. I thought it was yeah. like yellow
1: ribbon. Oh yeah, super straight. Did was your
0: mom like? Did she sense that you were actually not straight? Like, did she question? Do
1: you? Think I don't know. Like
0: accepting, because like she already knew. She was just like waiting for you to like come out.
1: Hmm. Well, I have a. I had a cousin who was like, um, like maybe ten years older than me, and he was gay, like outwardly in my family in Ecuador. So like that shit was much harder for him, and he like he took a lot of like the most difficult parts of like introducing the family to like queer people, mm-hmm. but my mom also like lived in New York for seventeen years, so she'd been around queer people before um okay. and she probably knew I was gay, but I think she had less exposure to like gay girls than mm-hmm. like a lot of gay men, and so. It was, like, just different, I guess, for, for like, me. Oh. Um, but then, like, when she learned, like, when I told her I was trans, that was a big deal. Like, that was a lot harder than, like, being queer, like, uh, gay or whatever.
0: But she came through.
1: Oh, and yeah. Like- it took her, like, years, though. I think, like, for me at the time, I guess I'd been, like, Knowing I was a boy or like knowing I was like trans in some way for like a long time, but I never had the words. Mm. And so, when I finally had the words, I wanted it to all the changes to be immediate, you know. And my parents weren't really ready for that change yet, so it took me like two years for them to like use my name and pronouns right. Like, two years is a long time for someone who feels like they've been waiting their whole life, you know. But it was new to them, so our timelines were just different. Um, and I think that's like something that queer people have to be like, very patient with, even though we like hate it. And like my, I had someone who was like a, a trans woman. She was like my friend, and she was like, "You have to be patient with your family because they're just getting introduced to this. And just having someone else that was queer telling me that I had to be patient like made me feel more respected. And, like, not just put to the side, like, as if my family were just not caring, you know? Yeah. Does that make any sense?
0: No, I love that. Like, when you said that, for us queer people, that we got to be patient, especially with our family. Because, like, it's newly being introduced to them, even though it's kind of been there for a long time. But yeah, I'm hoping, I'm actually hoping the next generation or the next couple of years, I feel like we'd be more understanding then her parent generation obviously but it's kind of sad because like i posted a tiktok video um a couple days ago about like somebody commenting on one of my cuento videos about like meeting a queer you know minor i don't know if you've seen that but somebody commented and it was like I, I missed the days where gays were just where the rainbow flag just meant the rainbow flag And obviously, you know how on TikTok, you you can reply to that comment by making a video, right? So I replied by saying, oh, this sounds so homophobic. And then a lot of the people, oh my God, it surprised me that there's still a lot of people who are really homophobic. They're still in the comments saying insensitive things, rude things. And I'm like, are we not like past that? Especially seeing how these people are from our generation. And it's just like sad i'm like kind of disappointed but i mean i can't blame them it's their belief but you know if it comes to the point where That's- it's affecting like my people like our people our community where yeah. they think that we're being sensitive but we're not we we have the right yeah. to respond that way because of like the actual homophobic comments that we hear and the trauma that we've experienced from you know being discriminated just cuz we we identify as queer
1: yeah and it's like people can be homophobic and like do it in one second and then leave it alone but as queer people like we've had to deal it's like a raindrop you know so one of those comments is like a raindrop of hate but mm-hmm. when you've been having a raindrop of hate like in your family in your tiktok like the whole time just pounding and pounding it leaves like a hole in your heart you know just yeah. because of that constant drip and so when you're like Especially with family, I think, because you're like you know me on the most personal level. You've seen me grow up my whole life. How can you reject me for who I am, even though I've like only changed one or two things about myself? You know, and it's, that's like the most devastating part.
0: It is, but I'm really glad that your mom came through. What like was it just your mom that had a hard time? Or was your dad also, like, kind of, if you don't mind me
1: asking? Oh, no, it's fine. Um, My dad was much more, he's he's actually still really bad at the name and pronoun stuff. I mean, he, he does the name, but the pronouns is sometimes a slip up. So all of that, I've learned to, like, give them leeway just because it's more out of habit than mm-hmm. stance. And I think that's, like, something that I have to always be conscious of. Like, it's not really their hate, like not them specifically but if anyone messes up it's not their hatred or anything it's just like a mistake and we have to forgive them and they have to forgive themselves but as long as we move on it's okay you know um and uh yeah my Ecuadorian family they had a little bit harder time with it um because they're like deeply religious like Catholic society not very openly queer in any way like Gay men are hardly accepted. So, like, anyone else would be hard to swallow, you know? So a trans guy is like, what the fuck is that? Like, I'm sorry if I can swear in your podcast. Like, they're like, what the heck is that? We're not, and, we're not um, in great
0: school. We're not in a Okay,
1: just making sure. And, <laughs> Come on, um, we're both from... <laughs> we lived in New York. We're just going to be swearing up a storm.
0: <laughs> Where's no <the> fucking shame.
1: <laughs> and so... Anyway. Uh, yeah, my... Like, my family had a harder time, but since my cousin was, like, gay, he, like, stood up a lot for me,
0: oh. and my
1: mom is, like, the first person to, like, stand up for me on that side of the family, um, but they've come to, like, accept me, and, like, they use my name now, which is really, like, the, it's, like, the best gift you can give someone, like, as a trans person, is just to respect them, which is crazy, but, like, it's so true, <laughs> Like, we don't need much. We just want you to, like, see us as we are.
0: Yeah. We have a really long way to go for us to be, like, really accepted. But I I have a question because I have other people that I know, and they say that they don't understand this whole, you know, pronouns thing. Like, why do you say – why do you have to change your pronouns to they or them? Or – why why do you have to say that? You, why do you identify as this? But you still like like for example, you you identify as a trans man, but you want to date men. So what are your takes on that one? Like people would like comment like, but like they question it, and and how do you respond to that? Like how how do you make them understand? Like it's just how I identify. It's my opinion.
1: You know. I think like even more than an opinion necessarily it's like gender is literally it's been constructed by like cultures around the world in different ways right mm-hmm. and so there's a lot of countries and like cultures that have had trans people or like queer gender queer people forever and all of these histories are just told by cis people usually and oh. so they're erased yes. Yes. and like when you're building up like gender has so much power in it if you even see like anyone's culture if you look at your culture and you say how men are treated compared to women and like any range like in work in the family how like how family dynamics work how your home is structured like who does what labor who like puts emotional labor how those things are valued it's very gendered and so queer people are just like, or trans people are kind of just saying, I don't fit into this specific way that you're reading gender Mm -hmm. and I need a new language for it. So like they, them, it could literally be any other words. Like there are like things called neo-pronouns, like they, them, or like different iterations of it. But like they, them is the most um, like generally accepted because it's easy to digest. It's already in the English vocabulary to use, and it's been there forever. Like people know how to use those pronouns when they don't know someone's gender. Like, oh, I found their wallet. I don't know who it belongs to. You don't have to know the gender of that person to know that it's a wallet for somebody.
0: That is true. You know,
1: And so like trans people are just trying to find new ways to break this system and to find a place for themselves. And there's a lot of people who feel like they don't conform to any gender, but they also don't like using they, them pronouns because they're like, oh, that's uncomfortable, you know? So they just stick to like she, her or like he, him, but they're like, I'm just me. And just like Anno, like you're like, I'm Ano. I don't have to be like a she, her or a they, them or a he, him, like I'm just Ano. So that's like really what it's about. It's more like, I'm me, and you can't replicate me, so don't put me in a box, Um, please, (laughs) and that's really, like, what these pronouns are about. I'm not the most, like, knowledgeable, obviously. I'm still learning a lot, too, but that's, like, how I view it,
0: you know? That is very beautiful. I could have not described it or explained it in in a better way, because I... Well, I'm like just—I wouldn't say plain, but i just say yeah. I identify as a she/her. But to hear your other side and ha- having people like listen to it, hear that side is really not only important, but it's really beautiful how you said it. Like, gender is powerful, and this is me. I don't have to box myself into that. Like, I cannot emphasize that more enough.
1: And yeah, just like when like we learn the labels of like queer compared to like lesbian like that's so specific that someone can find a lot of liberation in the word lesbian mm-hmm. but you can find a lot more liberation in queer if that's what you are you know so yeah but you can go on
0: no that's yeah <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. because i've i've oh i've uh, bullet points here but we've we <laughs> did tackle about like you know identifying yourself and was it hard for you to identify first like you you mentioned your cuento canina earlier where sorry my filipino slip but it happens all the time
1: (laughs) now i know why i took you out to chipotle that was really hot
0: (laughs) but yeah yeah no like you know how like was it hard for you to like because you mentioned earlier, like, when you realize through Chalamant's picture that, wow, I want to be this, was it, like, was it difficult or was it just, like, wow, this is liberating? Wow, I want to be this. Is it, like, easy as, like, oh, my God, I'm craving for a cheesecake. I'm going to go get it. i <laughs> just, like, oh, my God, this is what I want to do. Like, do you get my question?
1: Oh, absolutely. It was as earth-shaking as, like, it, like, made me cry from relief and also fear, like, Mm. As a trans person, like, we're viewed that we have to, like, medically transition or, like, a lot of the media that cis people talk about, like, cisgender is, like, when you're, like, assigned female at birth or male at birth and you identify with, like, those genders. Mm-hmm. Um, when we're, like, being portrayed, even, even like, in the media, it's always, like, pretty negative or, like, very, like... Um, And like othering, and also like trans people themselves, like our community is somewhat polarizing. Sometimes, like we'll be like, "Oh, I was hyper feminine, hyper masculine, and like I had to do this huge transition to feel complete." Mm -hmm. And I never really, I loved myself. Like when I was a girl, like I was like, "I fuck with myself. My personality's amazing. I'm so sweet. Like everyone loves me. I love myself. I don't want to change." but I wanna change like these parts of me that I'm not happy with. And so it was kind of like scary to think about having to change like that. And I didn't need to, if I didn't feel comfortable, but that's like what I wanted so bad, you know? And um, it's like the same way that when queer people like finally realize they're queer, like that kind of shattering in the inside that you're like, I'm so in like, I'm so, crazy right now like I'm I don't know what I'm gonna do because I'm like I everything is changing but nothing changed you know
0: yeah no exactly because like when I like that that, you know how I said like earlier like yeah sophomore year second year of college was like I got hotter because I realized who I was is because I knew who I was (laughs) and when I realized oh my god I want to explore I might and when I found out that I actually this is me it was exciting like yeah wow it makes total sense and and you know when like (laughs) when you have a new job or when you go to a new school it's like I want to try this I want to try that and then you figure out yourself from there on you know there's a lot of like disappointments along the way not gonna lie but then it's like okay this didn't work but at least now I know what I want what suits me what what doesn't suit me you know but definitely also I want to ask you know what would be your tips for dating baby gays? Gays. No. Have you dated a baby gay? Oh, everybody
1: I date is a baby gay. (laughs) (laughs) Literally every single like girl that I dated freshman year was like, I'm, I'm not gay. Wait, is my refrigerator loud? Is it okay? Can you hear my refrigerator? Or no? No,
0: I don't. It's
1: okay. Okay, okay. I just want to make sure everything, nothing's like Um, Freshman year, I would like go and try to date these straight girls. Uh
0: huh.
1: Yeah. And they would just be, they'd be like, oh, I'm not gay. Like, I can't date you. And then they'd kiss me in the middle of the night. You know what I mean? Yeah, you. I was like, All these girls that I have crushes on are so stupid for me, but I love it.
0: (laughs) the uh, iconic line that you said, you you told me one time, I have a lot of friends because I've been friends on a lot.
1: (laughs) Yeah, exactly.
0: (laughs) That's it.
1: That is it. I have such a good, I'm like so flirtatious with everybody. You are. It's a lot of of misses and no hits. so everyone thinks i'm like a player and i really i'm just rejected most of the time so it's fine i prefer it that way like when it gets serious i'm like oh shit i didn't like i thought you were just gonna flirt with me back and be chill you know (laughs) so i get as shocked as they do (laughs) oh my god but baby gay advice i think like it depends what stage you're at if you're a baby gay who like doesn't know they're queer yet or if they're if you're like experimenting you should be like pretty upfront about it i think um just because like older gays like people who've been in the field for a while like we don't like getting played with and like we get heartbroken because we are so soft like we just want to be loved because it's so hard to find queer people that were like yes come love me if you like queer people so be upfront with us and we'll be gentle to ourselves we'll like we'll let ourselves like not get super heartbroken about you and just like let us live our lives please <laughs> you know but um
0: i kind of want you know. to agree with that we are so soft i mean like well i do well because like remember when i was exploring back in new york and i was like a lot i was on bumble a lot and i've been like you know seeing a lot of i don't want to say i don't want to make myself sound like a freaking player but i i i'm not <laughs> shut up i'm not <laughs> if anything i'm the one being rejected here <laughs> my crushes don't crush me back no i'm kidding i don't know i'm, I'm, I'm so the fact that i'm single then <laughs> but anyway so like i remember like i, I was uh, explicit to this girl that i matched with and you know i said like oh i'm just like, I'm, I'm fresh out of the closet. I'm, I'm actually just exploring. She got so pissed. She got so pissed. And I'm like, is this how, like, people react? Mm-hmm. But, because now that I think about it, if somebody, like, told me that they're a baby gay, if they told me that, oh, I'm, like, I'm new into dating women, it's my first time actually dating, I'd be very understanding because I've been there. We've all been there. And, you know, I feel like, In my, well, I've had experience, so if I dated a baby gay, I'd be like, okay, I'll understand where you're coming from, I'll lead the way, I'll take it slow, because what's annoying is for some, you know, for some queer people, you know, especially when they have biphobia, because you know how sometimes a lot of queer people, like their entry stage is, oh, I'm bi.
1: Yeah, (laughs) bi now, gay later.
0: (laughs) But yeah, so like some of them like a lot a lot of queer people will be, "Oh, sorry, I'm not into that." Um I feel like that's not very understanding considering the fact that we are the ones that need understanding. We come from a you know, experience where we need understanding. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. Oh, queer people we should be like more respecting to each other, you know, for sure, especially like like sexuality and gender you're not like choosing that shit you're like born with it and you're like experience you're like trying new experiences because like the world puts you in these like arenas of trying new things you know what i mean like if you're in new york you can like date women like pretty openly and like no one's gonna like mess with you and like that's amazing to try even if it's like you don't know for certain no one knows themselves For certain your whole life
0: you're constantly learning about ourselves.
1: yeah and if you're not learning then you're not trying to grow and that's not it you know and you have to just be i think like people who don't like uh like baby gays or people that they're like oh this is like my first time it's because they just maybe have been heartbroken too much or they have their own issues that they have to deal with yeah but like if someone's like since you were up front like that is the most amazing thing that you could be you know that's like something very respectable that you're like trying to be very open and honest about and i think like as queer people you're you like if you're like a queer girl and you're trying to like date another queer girl that's like a baby gay you want to be like oh i'll show you the real good side like (laughs) i don't want you to like you know you want to find one and, like, wine and dino standard.
0: you want to set up the bar like that's that's like yeah. that's my mindset like if i were dating a baby gay and i'd be like oh my god yeah let me here let me show you i will i will show you respectfully you know with respect
1: yeah res- let me respect for you <laughs> no literally because like men have such low standards in women's eyes that like women dating other women for the first time they're like oh my god like you care about me And you have a personality like that's amazing. You're like, okay, that's like really low standard to have, but I can match it. It's so stupid. No,
0: exactly. Exactly. It's like okay, because between you and I, obviously, I I dated more men. I've had my fair share of my my fair share amount of like dating men, and when I start dating women, it's like, oh, wow, you are written by another woman. You, were by a you are
1: written like You were not written by a This is no. how it feels like. It was. It's not. Nice. Absolutely. It's just like when you find writers that are other women, and you're reading their books. Like they just hit somewhere different in the brain,
0: right? You know, and, and so like, it's
1: kind of just like that feeling if you're if you've never experienced it.
0: To <laughs> no, exactly. all the baby gays
1: out there <laughs> Yeah.
0: I feel like also sometimes for us like in dating in general like finding per- the person is like you know we walk into a you walk into Macy's you don't know what the fuck you want to get but you see this beautiful like jacket or top and you're like you know what I want this I'm gonna get this I don't care about the other things this is perfect this is what I want and it's like you you pay for it, you walk out of the store and like you feel so satisfied. It's like you don't want to look, you don't want to window shop anymore. That's it. You're going home.
1: I think like the way to get there is really just centering yourself. Like as a baby gay, like I would want to be like in love with all these girls, you know? But I never really like could sit with myself comfortably in silence and just like know myself. And I think once you're at that place where you're just so confident and you know who you are and everyone else around you can see that you know who you are, that's when they're attracted to you the most you know yeah. they want to be like you and they want to know what how what you feel inside because that's amazing
0: yeah I mean like, and that's
1: like the the most attractive quality I think.
0: exactly like regardless actually regardless if you're like a male or female if if somebody's mm-hmm. assertive if they know what they want that's generally attractive.
1: Right? Yeah. Anna definitely likes that shit. <laughs> you like being told what to do, Anna. <laughs> Excuse
0: me? No, I'm
1: kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> you like telling
0: people what like, to do. You know what my, like, hey, a lot of people think I'm like a submissive bottom person, but honestly... What I like in a woman or in a female, if I were to date one, is she's a badass, you know, confident woman, or like she's basically like the mom of the group, or she's like the alpha female in like in like in the work or in school or whatever. But when it's just me and her in the fucking bedroom, or just me and her in the like just like just us, she's like so sweet, and like all her guard is down, and let me fucking tell you, nothing's more attractive than that. Like, they're just that is kids. really out in the weird. world, but when it's both of you, it's she's her guard is down, and she's like this little sensitive flower. that's like, come here, let me like, you know, it's yeah, wow, so I'm sweet, so fucking <laughs> <laughs> Yo, <laughs> I literally, my own fucking
1: opinion. <laughs> you're like. have you ever watched miss independent the music video
0: kelly clarkson
1: that's no miss independent by neo
0: oh i haven't but i know the song
1: (laughs) okay so there's gabrielle union is in that music video and she's like an executive boss person of like neo who's like singing Mm -hmm. and the last five seconds any baby gay who, like, wants to get crazy, like, she just, like, looks at this guy and, like, gives him, like, a up and down that literally makes my heart stop every time. <laughs> like, that's your homework for today. You have to watch it. It's
0: so good. But I could imagine the eye contact. Mm-mm-mm. Chef's kiss. <laughs> so good. <laughs> so what do you date? What do you actually date a baby gay? it was it, like- if you don't mind me asking was your ex a baby gay
1: uh no she had like previous experiences and she knew she was gay like since high school hmm. but i we were like the first committed relationship like long-term relationship so it's like it's an amazing thing like i dated my ex for like three years and like she was with me the whole time I was realizing I was trans and transitioning. Mm -hmm. So she's seen me since like the beginning to the end. And that is like such an intense relationship of like best friendship and trust and like knowing oneself that like the breakup was really difficult. Even, even though I broke up with her, like it was I I broke up with her because I just felt like I didn't have enough of me to give and I didn't like want to disrespect her time with like pulling her along and like making her wait for me to be ready so I think like just letting her like telling her the truth all all that you know
0: yeah no because like breakups are never easy and like but you said obviously like there's a lot of pain because you guys had something there was a foundation and to like let that all go is obviously painful but you know there's a stigma here well i I don't know what in the states but i've been seeing tiktok videos and i've heard from other friends that you know your first relationship with a girl is always the toxic one is very toxic and unhealthy do you agree with that (laughs)
1: I think I definitely in freshman year, my like first like person that I liked. Oh yeah. Maybe she was like my toxic one. She was definitely toxic as hell. But this one was like not toxic. So I think if you're in a long-term relationship that's toxic, it's intense, like not good for you. But um, like with her, we actually started dating because like we were, we had a one night stand Like, it was just, like, so random and out of the blue. And then because we're queer, like, we turned that one-night stand into a three-year relationship. <laughs> so, you know what I mean? A classic, a classic New York, a classic, you know, one-night
0: stand turned into a multiple, yeah. night stand.
1: multiple night Stands. Multiple nightstands. Like, she met my family, like, the first summer we were dating. It was, like, very much, like, U-Haul vibes. But, yeah. <laughs> you know... <laughs> I'm, I'm a trans guy, but that that does not get taken away <laughs> when you're like a queer girl. That does not get taken away.
0: Were both your families very accepting, ac- accepting of both of you?
1: Uh, my family was really accepting. Her family was not so much like they hardly accept her. And so I was like, not really um, mm-hmm. like I couldn't go to her house or anything. And her dad would like come into the city every week or two. And I would be like, oh, I want to like meet him and like hang out with him so that he can like learn to love me because like, I want to be loved by everybody, but especially someone, my partner's parents, you know? Yeah. That's a big deal, especially if you're like thinking about like a long future together. Like they're going to be deeply connected to me. And. She, like, wouldn't let me see him just because, like, she's had bad experiences with him, too. Oh. But it always, like, made me feel, like, a hole in my heart, you know? Um, it, so it, I never really experienced that kind of rejection from family oh. uh, until that. So that was, like, a really big heartbreak for me.
0: Well, how did, like, um, maybe there are listeners here who's probably experiencing that or probably a lot of, a a few of us might experience that. So how did you deal with that? Do you have any tips on how to like deal with that? Or did you like nothing you guys never like, you were never accepted by the family?
1: I think like the first thing to realize is that it has nothing to do with you. Like you could be the nicest person in the world and they still won't care. Mm. because that you're just like queer and like if that's the reason it's just let you. it go it's not on you it's just their thing they have to deal with it but you should not be punishing yourself and like and like don't put yourself in a lesser position of who you are just because they don't care about you like that and I think just being able to like if it's because of your partner, talk to your partner very openly about how you're feeling about it. And if it's within your own family, like make sure you have a touch point person.
0: Yeah.
1: Either within your family, who's like accepting of you or even friends. And so that you can talk to them about what you're going through.
0: Mm-hmm. For sure. And
1: I think when it's like your own family, people are, sometimes have to be in a situation of like, oh, am I gonna just be separated completely from my family? And I think that's a very like, it's a big decision to have to make for oneself. So I think like depending on your safety, you should like talk to your family about the stakes that you have in your relationship with them. And like, if they're willing to grow and change with you, like give them time. And also they have to give you time and like respect you. Um, like let them know your situation, like maybe talk to them about like the people that you're seeing, or if that's like what they're not comfortable with, like just try to meet each other in the middle and make compromises. Would um, you
0: say the same if like the situation was reversed? what if your parents were the ones not accepting? Because what if some of us here probably has families that are not accepting of our SO? What Yeah. would you have done? Would it be the same thing or?
1: I think it would be a lot of like really long conversations. I don't know, like it depends what your family structure is. And like, I'm like really close with my mom, so if my whole family had an issue with like me dating a, another like like queer person, I'd be like trying to let them see my, my side, but also standing up for your partner in front of them. Just so that like, if you're yeah. in a deeply committed relationship, like mm-hmm. you can tell your partner, I did what I could do to be with you. Yeah. And like, don't, I think this is like a huge thing, like, um, my partner like one time, like slipped up and like said that I was like the reason why the family like didn't accept her being queer or something like that, and mm-hmm. I think that like you cannot put blame on your significant other for your and your your family's relationship about queerness because you're queer before or after your partner, yeah, you know? and so don't ever like blame somebody else for your queerness because that's just who you are and like that's an amazing thing. There's a billion people in the world who would love you for you being queer, mm-hmm. and so you can't place that blame onto somebody else. You exactly. just have to live with that.
0: Exactly. Also, I want to like nitpick and emphasize on what you said. Like, you just got, you like, you got to stand up for your partner. Like, if your family is not accepting of your partner, what you could do as you as a partner is obviously stand up for them. Like, I understand family is like you know, like the your family. But you also have, like, I don't want to say, you know, responsibility to your significant other, but you technically do because you have a commitment. And commitment is, you know, responsibility. So as you commit to your partner, that comes with, like, should a family member, like, shame you for being their partner? You have to set up for them. Do not be like... Do not hide. Do not keep quiet. I mean, because like here in the Philippines, I'm sure in America, you know, people will stand up to their parents. People will stand up bravely, have no shame to like stand up for what they believe in. But here in the Philippines, we have this like, um, we're we're, we're a conservative country. So we're very, you know, if you, were, if, you, you, if you answer back to your parents, it's obviously disrespecting. But I feel like now that we're, you know, we're all grown up, we're, we're, we have a sense of maturity, we at least should know like, when to stand up for something, when to fight for something. And it goes as little as like defending your partner to not only your parents who are homophobic or not accepting, but to a lot of people who are you know, not accepting. So I also want to ask is, would you date someone who's still in the closet or would you date somebody who still hasn't been out to their parents? I would, because I'll be understanding. <laughs> well, that's me. I'd, I'd date from here. But to a certain extent, if they're very closeted, like you should at least tell your best friend, right? If you don't tell your best friend, that's going to make me like, mm. but yeah, would you?
1: I, I'm i in the point in my life where I don't want to be anyone's secret. Like I just love myself so much. And I know I'm such a good person. Like, not like I'm an angel or anything, but like, I'm a person that someone can get along with. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know my worth enough to not be pushed aside. So it's like, if you haven't been able to tell your parents yet, and you need time to tell them, like, I understand. I can can do that.
0: You can do that too.
1: I'm like a trans person. So like, our relationship is going to be queer, no matter who I'm dating. Like, that's just facts. Like, I don't care. But... So like, if you're dating like a queer person for the first time and it's me, I'm like, okay, I can respect you to take your time with it. And like, you can talk to your family however you want, as long as they can love me eventually too, you know? Like, mm-hmm. I really believe in like a good connection with family because I've been I, I've been part of a really loving and big family in Ecuador and like Sweden and even in the United States, like all my chosen family is like, very dear to me. And I will share that whole wide range of people of I love so to my partner. So I don't want to be ex- like rejected by everything on my partner's side, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm like willing to give time, yeah. but I don't think I could be able to like live with forever, like someone who doesn't yeah, want to talk about me
0: out of the closet. What? If we have to eventually come out of the closet one way or another. Like people who are not out, out. But yeah, you no. Know, well, you know, to conclude our very beautiful. I this is actually one of my favorite um, episodes because it's also dear to me because you know it's something personal because <laughs> it's you.
1: <laughs> but uh, no, <laughs> just because it's dear to you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but like, you. If, if 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 oh, I love you too. But if there's one thing one advice, one big advice that you could give to my listeners, or whether they're in the closet or out of the closet, baby gays or not baby gays, what would you advise?
1: Be really free with yourself and like let yourself don't take yourself too seriously, I think. Cause like when I was a baby gay, I would do hours of research on how to be a lesbian. Like I think just like Exploring exploring the world of like queerness, especially in your in your culture, if you can find like other queer people, like Ano's amazing for like having this TikTok. It's very open about like being queer in the Philippines. Like that's so specific and amazing that other Filipino like queer people should explore and like listen to the stories. Like your life can get crazy with whatever gender you're you're dating, whatever gender you're experiencing. Like all that stuff is gonna be crazy and fun like being queer is just like a loving fun place that is just here you know so just like take it easy and like have fun with it and be expressive with your body and like try on different clothing and like do a bunch of just funky stuff
0: no exactly like i feel like your individualism as a queer person is really no different from your individualism as a straight person like it's it's you regardless of a label how you want to walk the earth, how you want to socialize with people, how you want to be basically. It doesn't, you know, it doesn't, but it's cute. It's just, it, you know, it, the queer community is, is people, some people are still iffy about it. So I feel like, yeah, regardless of what you identify as, just, you know, learn to love yourself, learn to have fun. Don't, because you know in one day you say you're this but then the next day you could probably say oh I'm this you could be by okay. now and then you could be straight again tomorrow it's it's that's the purpose of like freaking identifying yourself you constantly learn you know what we've been saying earlier you constantly learn you learn about new things about yourself every day like I didn't freaking know I love oatmeal as <laughs> like the freaking <laughs> 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 not the oat milk but you know yeah example like you know find your meal with people I've I've I, I keep saying that you know my with my experience with dating I finally you know what I want so I have these standards I have this checklist but who knows somebody could surprise me and you know add to my. I mean
1: my ex that I was dating like was nothing like what I would imagine somebody like that I would date was being, you know, like, like she was nothing that I was like looking for, and it just happened. Mm-hmm. So I think just trusting life to just happen, yeah, is like it's what it is, you know.
0: Okay. That's like, how you
1: really get to the next place. You just hitchhiking around life.
0: <laughs> Honestly, that, yeah, yeah, for real. I feel like, you know, like with me, I did not expect to like, like. Be in San Diego or be friends with you, but you know that one day, where right, me, I decided to go down the basement, and <laughs>
1: <laughs> it was the end, end of everything. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it, we just had to be friends. I love you, Ano. You're the best. I'm so happy you have this podcast. Aww. I'm so happy you have that TikTok. Like, you're just doing a great job, and I'm really proud of you.
0: I'm very. Happy with my life right now, and I'm. That's great. Yeah, I'm very satisfied. I'm good with my life right now. I'm. I'm good. I'm seeing you also doing well despite your recent heartbreak. I don't know if she's supposed to do this.
1: <laughs> I don't think so.
0: <laughs> I, don't, yeah, she, I don't think she follows me, so she's not going to see me posting. Yeah. About this. But I'm happy for you, Santo. I'm happy for your journey. I'm so proud of you. The things you've been through, and oh my God, I'm just four years and like wow
1: it's a long time
0: but yeah but that's all we have today i'm hoping i'm really hoping that a lot of my listeners if there are um (laughs) learn something today because this is actually very insightful a lot of things that a lot of people can learn here and i'm sure especially here in the philippines a lot of baby gays here a lot of people still in the closet, but I'm hoping this sends a message to them. So thank you so much, Santo. Thank you, Ano. You're the best. I love thank you. you. <laughs> I can't wait Have to see you. Have a great
1: night. <laughs> oh, yes. I can't wait to see you. You're the best.
0: Okay, guys. I'll catch you guys in the next episode. I hope you guys enjoyed. Paalam. Say paalam, Santo. Do you know what
1: pa'alam is? Pa'alam.
0: <laughs> 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 it's, <laughs> it's
1: goodbye. Pa'alam. <laughs>